My name is Bree. My name is Crystal. And I'm Trinity, and this is our podcast on depression. My topic is what the difference is between self-diagnosis and professional diagnosis. My topic is on the science behind depression. And I'll be explaining what it takes to diagnose someone with depression. I chose this topic because I know it is the most common illness and I want to know more about it. I chose this topic because I want to inform teachers and staff so we can help the kids who have depression. I decided to research this topic because I was diagnosed with depression at a very young age and never really understood the full picture of it and wanted to learn more. We hope you stay and listen to the rest of this podcast. There are tests online that shows if you have depression or not, but they might not be as valid as they seem. We interviewed a professional counselor because she has dealt with people suffering from depression from ages 8 to mid-70s, and that shows that she has experience and only the best advice to give. Why do you think depression is the most common mental illness? Um, I think life is very fast-paced. I think we all have a lot going on. Um, and so I actually believe that, that um, depression as well as anxiety are two of the more very, very common things that people experience. Um, I think with a lot of, of the pressures and the fast uh, environment and world we live in, uh, we're always trying to keep up and we're always kind of comparing ourselves to, to whatever, whoever, I guess, is, is next diagnosis of major depressive disorder. So there's a lot of different types of treatment someone can get for depression. Would you rather recommend psychotherapy, medication, or both mm. to someone? Sure. Well, I recommend starting out with psychotherapy first. Um, I think medication can be a very valuable thing, and it definitely has its place in treatment of depression, for sure. But medication also has a lot of side effects that are undesirable for people, and they um, oftentimes struggle with that. So sometimes, just entering into a counseling room and being able to talk about the things that are on your mind that you're dealing with and confronted with can be very, very, very helpful diagnosis of major depressive disorder. One treatment that you don't hear about of a lot, it's electroconvulsive therapy, and would you ever recommend that to someone, and could you explain it a little bit better, because some people don't really know what it is. Oh, electroconvulsive therapy, kind of trying to shock and reset um, brainwaves. The way the, the way that the brain's reacting and responding um, in the system. I, I don't have a huge, huge, like you said, a lot of people don't really know a lot about what it is. I don't have a huge background in that. It's not a big part of anything I do. Um, so, no, I probably wouldn't recommend it. There's 10.3 million people in the world with depression, and that's just an estimate. There could be more, there could be less, but... Some of those people do only just take the tests online, and in professional opinion, from what we heard from Jill, is that they don't really measure the different levels of depression. They just standardize it as one big topic and diagnosis as, oh, depression's depression, end of story. But really, there's nine different types of depression. There's major depression. There's cognitive depression, there's psychodepression, there's so many different ones, but the tests don't really focus on the different signs of each of them. They just have them as, oh, it's depression, 
you have depression, go see someone. That's why people don't really recommend taking the online tests for depression. You should really go see a doctor or a counselor or someone to help you get a real and honest professional diagnosis. We thank you for taking your time to listen to our podcast, and we hope this helped you understand the full picture of depression.